no, no, no. Don't hit start. Why? Just kidding. Oh, well, right before I hit start, you said, I've got some things to talk. What you like saying it. What did you say? Uh, I said, I've got some things to, no, I lost it to talk about, but it was, no, that wasn't it. No. Oh my God. Isn't that weird? Like it literally just happened, but no one can remember. It's the Mandela effect. That's not the Mandela effect. Carla Marie has now started using the phrase Mandela effect, which is when a group or a population of people all remember the same thing incorrectly, but in the same way. Is basically the Mandela effect. Like we all, what's the, Luke, I am your father. But he says, I'm not your father. Is what it is. We all think it's, I am your father. Yeah. But he says, Luke, I'm not your father. So that specific example could be the Mandela effect. Yeah. And the However, other Mandela effect is that we, neither of us could remember what just happened. That's no, the whole population. That's just being forgetful. Not remembering something is very different than the Mandela effect. Um, but this is what happens when Carla Marie drinks wine as we record the podcast, I you think. Know, but why is it called Mandela? Like, we remember him. I don't know. I'm going to have to do extensive research. Okay, you do that, Carla Marie. Come back next week with uh, your research report. <sighs> uh, here's the thing. It's interesting because Carla oh. Marie chose to drink wine while we are doing this podcast, My Day Friday. Mm -hmm. But when we do our show on Twitch, I'm usually drinking hard alcohol, whether it's tequila or vodka. So are you going to continually drink during <laughs> the fine. podcast while I continually drink during our show? I can do that because... I like, we don't do Monday, Friday at 8 a.m. generally. Yeah. So it's okay. I just don't like drinking at 8 a.m. and then having my whole day, like going into the dentist or working there, out. There have been a couple times where if I've taken like six shots during the yeah. show, yeah, I'll take a nap afterwards. But if it's that one shot, I can just, that's fine. That's normal. For you. And if you have no idea why I would be taking shots as we're recording our show or not recording, hey, streaming our show at 8 a.m., Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, um, Join us and you'll find out why. Okay. Hit something. Greeting, Earthlings. We have now taken over your radio. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Kid Ink, and you listening to the homegirl Carla Marie and my man Anthony. It's my day Friday. Roll up. Right, I like that we started the show with some energy, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know why it's called the Mandela Effect. Why? Because. I thought you were coming back next week with this research. No, I got it, though. Okay. Nelson Mandela died in 2013. Okay. Did you know that? No. Well, a billion people think that he died in prison in the 80s. Like, everyone thought that oh, happened. Oh, no, I knew that he didn't die in prison. Well, everyone thought that. So now, I guess after 2013, we invented the Mandela effect. Like, it wasn't around before then. I bet it was, and we just don't remember it. <laughs> Whatever you say, Carla Marie. Wait. What are you researching? Carla Marie's Have now down Have you seen my computer? No. Okay. The peanut butter, not Skippy, but... Come on, give me another peanut butter. Jif? Yeah. What Is about it? I would have called it Jiffy. Why? Because you because you remember Skippy? But look, everyone thinks it's Jiffy, but it's actually no, Jif. I wouldn't have said Jiffy. What? I think Jiffy. I think Jif is stop, also. Stop. Okay. What? Spell Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes. L O O N E Y space T U N E S. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was T-O-O-N-S. No, you know why I know that, though, is I think of the Toon Squad Yeah. from Space Jam, and I was always confused that they didn't spell T-O-O-N, so in my mind, I just figured, well, then it's probably not spelled that way normally. What? Another one is oh, the uh, Bernstein Bears and the Bernstein Bears. Isn't that more of a pronunciation than 
the Mandela they, effect? They, oh, sorry, they have the I always thought it was Byrne versus Baron, but that's not even it. It's apparently Berenstein versus Berenstain. Okay, and, and what it's is it? Berenstain Bears. Oh, that's stupid. A. That's God. a stupid name. I'm uh, glad the population decided to change it. Oh man, I got a lot. Um, oh. Thank you. As Carla Marie falls down her rabbit hole of things that are not commonly remembered or or commonly remembered incorrectly, also known as the Mandela effect. Welcome to the Monday Friday podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie. And I know that this week is obviously very weird. Um, if you were watching the events, or you, you've heard about it at this point because it's Friday. Um, Wednesday, our Capitol building was overrun by protesters. Um, mm, that's a. It was over. It was attacked overrun no, i was gonna cr- criticize your word of protesters well they were protesters that then rioted and broke into the terrorists. capitol building and terrorists when you break into a yeah. government building you're That's considered true. a terrorist whether Listen, it's i'm not defending me them. by myself a short blonde woman breaking into a building yeah. or or what? me yeah or you <laughs> or someone that no looks like but me. i mean no matter what you are if you break into a government building that is locked mm-hmm you're a terrorist. So then this brings me to a question that just popped into my head. So I don't know if it's fully developed yet. Is Nicolas Cage in National Treasure a terrorist? Because doesn't he break into some government buildings at some point? I've never actually seen the movie, but I'm assuming if you steal the Declaration of Independence, you're in some sort of government facility at some point. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. I don't think I've seen the movie either. No, and obviously the reason that uh, a lot of people are calling them terrorists is not only because they broke into the Capitol building. It wasn't a regular day. They were trying to disrupt the transition, Mm -hmm. the peaceful transition of power that we have appreciated and enjoyed in America since its inception. Well, the first transition of power wasn't very peaceful. That was the American Revolution. Okay. Everything after that was. But like protests outside, chant yeah, outside, bullhorns, music, stereo, all of it. Like that's what we're supposed to do as this country. Mm-hmm. And again, it keeps getting compared to this past summer during Black Lives Matter movement and protests and marches where it got violent, mm-hmm. where there were people who were looting and burning businesses down and I never said that was okay. Yeah. And I feel like people are like often right now being like, you let that, you said that was okay. I was yeah. like, no, I said the marches were okay. I didn't want small businesses to be burned down yeah. to the ground. And I think what a lot of people, we're going to move off of this very quickly yes. because obviously you've, prob- you've probably been inundated with news and coverage and Facebook posts from your aunts and uncles about the protests yeah. and whatnot. Um, I think when people are saying, how come no one... Mm-hmm. Well, all the people did die. There was one woman that was shot by police. Uh, no, the cop apparently has not been no. confirmed. It's I, been reported by three news sources. And this is, keep in mind, we're talking about this on Friday. Yes, yeah, so uh, What is today's changed. date? The 8th. Um, Friday, the 8th of January to 2021. Jeez, it's kind of crazy saying that. I saw something that he was taking off life support. Is it not that? I saw that there was a report about him being shot and killed, but the police department said that it was not true. Okay. So, well, I'm sure by the time you hear this, you'll have more information than we do at the moment. But what I was, what I think a lot of people are frustrated with, with the way that the the protest turned into a riot, turned into overtaking our Capitol building was that was allowed to happen with, when you think about what took place, Mm -hmm. very minimal Mm -hmm. casualties. Whereas here in Seattle with the Black Lives Matter movement, I mean, people were, were 
pepper sprayed, people were thrown to the ground, not led out of Capitol buildings, you know, holding hands and stuff. And now that's not to say that people weren't pepper sprayed yes, at the right. Capitol they building were. because we did see that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just a difference in the way that people were treated. Really. I don't want to steal someone's quote, but I saw this quote today. Um, it was from a black female and the quote was, we're not asking you to shoot them the yes. way you shot us. We're asking you to not shoot us the way you didn't shoot them. Exactly. And I was like, oh, that's... Yeah. Yeah, that's all it is. That's so all. thank you for letting us get that out. Obviously, um, everyone was rattled a little bit because I think no matter what side you're on, and I hate mm-hmm. using that phrase, but mm-hmm. when you see your Capitol building taken over, it scares you a little bit because it makes you realize that like we are susceptible to something like this way too easily and things need to be fixed. But we're going to have a good time this Friday. Carla Marie said she has a whole list of things she wants to talk about. There's three things. Three things is a list. I think anything more than two is a list. What is two then? Two is just two things that were written down. Okay. Because you didn't need a list for two things. You could have just put an and in a sentence. Or like a post-it. Like if you were writing a a list or a letter to your grandmother about things that you wanted to do today. And you were like, today I am going to eat breakfast and then go to the post office. And that was all you had to do. That doesn't require a list. That's a sentence. Why would I be writing my letter to my grandmother? If this was like old timey days, right? And you had to write a letter. I don't know. Okay. I'm glad you were my pen pal back in the day. I would have been, I am great in the digital messaging age. No, you're not. I would have been absolutely, I am so good. You don't respond to anyone. I don't respond to people I don't feel like responding to. So imagine someone sent you a letter and then you're like, I don't want to respond to you. Well, actually. They would think you were dead. No, but now that I think about it, first off, anytime in the back of the day before phones existed, if you didn't receive a letter, you just you had to live your life assuming everyone you knew was dead <laughs> until you got a letter. You think about it. I, like wait, if someone yes. if someone went on the Oregon Trail, right? If you if if Carla Marie, if you and I had a family and our son decided, Mom and Dad, I'm gonna <laughs> go go out on the Oregon Trail. Yeah, we'd assume he was dead. The we second would just he left. assume the second he got on that uh, covered wagon. Mm-hmm. And left, we were never going to see him again. What a weird fucking concept. <laughs> yeah, like you just, you know, how many families just sent their kids yeah. out and they just never saw them again? Like and that'd be like going away to college and that's it. That's it. You just assume no that person is dead until they reach out to you. Now, keep in mind when Carla Marie and I did move across the country, we saw, we got to hang with the Elvis Duran show. It was our last day. Our parents came to work that day and they, they sent us off in our U-Haul and they knew damn well that they were going to hear from us within the next 24 hours. Less than that. Probably less than that. Yeah, that was like our covered wagon, though. It wasn't. I mean, it would have been the equivalent today, yeah. So, fast forward to the covered wagon. Fast forward to the 90s. And it's funny you said that because I remember being at my grandparents' house as a kid and like someone would call their house and my grandma would be on the phone with them for like an hour. Yeah. Catching up on what? Oh, they had a baby? Who knew? Oh, the baby's three? Like, what? Because we didn't have social media. To the baby know. has a baby. Oh my god! But we have, yeah. it was such. Uh, I like. I crave it and I miss it because it was such a peaceful world. Because your brain wasn't cluttered and overflowing. You just worried about what you read in the newspaper, yeah. what was on the nightly news, and that was it. It's crazy. And I'll get, oh, what I would do to go back to 1990. Well, think about it though. In 1990, Carla Marie, mm-hmm. if you. If you had the pandemic then, would be screwed. What would you have done when the government? Came? First off, you wouldn't have known about it right away. We talked about this on the air as this happened. You wouldn't have known about it at all. But you'd have, you would have had to like run to Blockbuster before it closed, 
rent as many movies as you could because you had weeks to sit by yourself. Yeah, I would have had an extensive, my brother had an extensive movie collection, so I would have been fine. I had a cousin like that too. It was like a whole cabinet of just movies. Cabinet. You know, and we're going to talk. Bill Buster. Bill Buster, that's pretty good. Uh, we are going to talk about this later. We're selling a bunch of stuff. We're having a little garage sale. Uh, if you're listening to this on Friday, we're going to be doing this tomorrow night, Saturday, Saturday night. on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Carla Marie Anthony. January 9th, 6 p.m. Pacific. And the uh, the link will be below, uh, below, below, <laughs> below in the description. But there was someone I had posted a bunch of DVDs that I just had accumulated. I had like 15 of them. Mm-hmm. And someone actually reached out and said, hey, I'll buy those from you. Give me, I'll give you 20 bucks for like six of them. And I said, okay. And I asked him, I was like, what do you, why do you want DVDs? And he said, actually... I have a huge collection and I started it before streaming became popular. And now I figure I don't have to pay for any of that. Whatever I want to watch. I have so many DVDs. He's, he said he has like, yeah, but like all close to a thousand probably. Okay. But that guy didn't watch the curse word thing on Netflix. Then he probably didn't. He doesn't even know about the word fuck. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he's seen enough movies. Okay. So highly suggest uh, we've only seen two episodes, mm-hmm. but um, it's hosted by Nicholas Gage, which is amazing. Yeah. He's got two mentions in this podcast, which is incredible. Oh yeah. And what is it called? The history of cursing or something? Something like that. And it's so well done. It's very like, um, what do we keep saying? Like the it's VH1? Kind of, yeah, it's kind of like if you remember uh, VH1's Best Week Ever. Best Week Ever. Very similar to that where they, they have a bunch of cut-ins with different comedians. There's like essentially a large crew and they just cut to people into their little booth. Yeah, so it's called History of Swear Words and the first episode is the word fuck. And... We didn't like curse that much on this podcast because like we were like, oh, we want to have a job in the radio one yeah. day. And now how did that work out for us? Well, I mean, we did. We did. It did work. It just once we got the job in radio, you know, we kind of got kicked in the ass on the way out. I think I'm going to start fucking cursing on this podcast. I've thought about that because when I'm not recording things and yeah, we've we've it's become crazy. more loose, more free with cursing since we got Kicked off the radio and replaced, you know, we but we use we played on our show yesterday, Telestrations After Dark, yeah. and we were talking about very vulgar things. Yeah, but I think I still appreciate not throwing the words around that often. You have to be smarter with your word choice. You exactly, can't, you, they're not crutch words. You can't lean on them. We've yeah. talked about the you. I don't know if we talked about this in the podcast, but you talk about how people in New Jersey use it. Well, in New Jersey, yeah, the word "fuck" specifically um, is used more than more probably than, um, any other. Any other, yeah, it's used in place of "um." That's what I mean. I have literally had conversations with my friend where it's like, "Yeah, hey, we're gonna go to the fucking place." Uh, fucking, fucking. Uh, <laughs> Wicked Wolf. That's where we're going. You know, and you would be going to Wicked Wolf if you were yeah, talking like that. Exactly. Fucking Green Rock, bro. Sunday fun day. Um, if you if you don't get that reference, you're not from New Jersey or and New York. And that's fine. And that's fine. You're better. You're better for it. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, but I think I'm not against cursing, obviously, like in regular day, regular everyday conversation. You, you I drop curse a, a lot like watching Seton Hall games. Oh, you drop yeah. like hard fucks. Yeah. Yeah. Especially this past week. Shout out to all my Seton Hall fans. Uh, there are none. There's, on here. There's one. We get one. There's yeah. one person. There's a handful. It was a bad, bad day for Seton Hall basketball on Wednesday. Even the good luck burrito. Two of them didn't work. You ate two? No, but my friend Rob, he had one in New Jersey and I had one here in Seattle. Didn't work. Okay. But maybe now that I think about it, the last time the good luck burrito worked, Rob had one and I didn't. 
and all so the maybe other together times. Together, you're two. Maybe it's a double, ne- mm. like a double negative type of thing. Like two, bur- one good luck burrito works. Two good luck burritos negate the good luck of the first burrito. Therefore, you have no good luck. I'm, I'm going to have to tell him to not eat a burrito on Saturday. I am going to roll the tape back from several episodes of this podcast yeah. over the last six years mm-hmm. where you say you're not superstitious. I've said I am only superstitious about sports, like personal sports. I used to, when I was played in a uh, church basketball league, there was one season where that afternoon, because the, the games were really late, that afternoon I went to Five Guys and I had a burger and then I played pretty well that next that game that evening. So for the rest of the season, I had a burger every day. And even when I ran track, like there were certain mm. things that I did. Peanut butter. I, would, <gasps> I used to have a toasted bagel with peanut butter. And it's so good because the peanut butter pours off. And I would like literally just, when I smell peanut butter, I this thing of running track me because I'd be, <laughs> it would be all over me all day. Um, no, I used to do two different color socks. And I would do long socks. And I did this actually when I played in like basketball leagues too. But... They would be obviously the uniform color. So in Ridgewood High School, we were maroon, white, Ugh, and black. Worst colors. Maroon's a decent color. Um, but I did a maroon sock and a black sock or a maroon sock and a white sock, depending on the uniform. And the darker of the colors was always my right foot. So like when I went to Seton Hall and did track, it was a blue sock on my right foot and a white sock, long socks, like up to the knees mm-hmm. on my left. So in those types of things, I am superstitious. Do I think leaving sneakers on a tabletop are going to give me like bad luck for yes. a year? No, I don't. <gasps> I don't believe. But now I'm not saying there's a reason because obviously if I believe in one, I should believe in the you other. Gotta, if you believe in one, you got to believe in all. You got to not walk too, under a ladder. You got to not umbrella inside. You got to not go near a black cat when it's in front of you, which went to the oh, in Jamaica. But we were fine in Jamaica. A black cat ran. Yeah. Although then we did get stranded at sea a few days late. A few days but, later. I think you can't follow every superstition because I'm sure there are some superstitions, even in some cultures, that uh, contradict one another. You have to follow them all. You have to kiss your finger and then touch your roof and your car when you go through a yellow light. I do it every time. And what what happens? You don't get pulled over. So you've never gotten pulled over, Carla Marie, in your life? Going through a yellow light? Oh, just in in, in that moment you won't get pulled over. Yeah. So you're saying if there is a cop at the I'm opposite side of the intersection. I'm not going to say anything because I'm not going to jinx myself because I okay. believe in the jinx. Uh, what else? Is, have we even got to anything on your list? That was it. Cursing was one. Oh, cursing. Uh, you said mentioned sports in there. Um, we got to be on a sports show this week. That was week. cool, yeah. Q13 Fox, a local here to Seattle, um, hosted by Michelle Lodka. She does the... Just a little bit outside. outside. Is bit in there? Just a little outside. Just a little outside. It's a sports phrase. I don't know if you know that. Just a little outside. It's a sports phrase. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware. No one knows. I appreciate that. But Anthony and I were on there. We talked sports 2020, sports 2021, and sports. <laughs> All the sports. All the sports. No, that was really cool. And I don't think we've ever been able to do that and talk that at length about sports no. like nothing we've done really we've argued about Seton Hall and Rutgers basketball but those are arguably like not even sports at times no so but I put the link below so you can so check that out go watch it it was a lot of fun we did a good time and you'll notice something don't say what it is Anthony but it was brought up in that conversation with Michelle and it's video you'll be able mm-hmm. to see everything that has been brought up on this podcast before and our show before and our oh, other yeah. show before well, it was a good moment. And Anthony didn't even bring it up. So I didn't watch that. I didn't know that they, I didn't know that word had traveled like that mm. about me and my accomplishments. Stop it. Also, 
this was the week of TV for us. We were on New Day Northwest with on King Five here, which is NBC in Seattle. And it was just like a it's called Hot Topics. And we jump on and we talk about different pop culture things. Mm-hmm. And uh the link uh for that should also be below if it is posted, but it aired yesterday. So hang in there. Why wouldn't it be posted? Oh, like they haven't posted it yet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They don't like because they want people to watch the actual TV. Well, yeah, of course. Correct. Yeah. You know, it's interesting, um, because we were talking about this. Obviously, media companies want to I don't want to use the word control, but kind of dictate where people see their their product, right? You want to be able to to control that conversation. You want to be able to, obviously, for those reasons, um, create revenue from it. Mm-hmm. So for a TV station, yeah, you don't want to put everything on YouTube right away because you want to create some sort of yeah. urgency for people to watch. But I've always argued, and I know it's a lot of work and you have to be able to adjust, but in the last if you've been alive in the last 10, maybe even 15 years, like your content has to be wherever content lives. Because I think asking people outside of something like a huge sporting event or the bachelor or things that we're all, we're all going to watch for the most part at the same time. I don't think anything really creates that passion, you know, like game, the end of game of Thrones. Yeah. Everyone's like, well, I don't want someone to spoil this for me. So I'm going to watch that. But you have to build to that. And it always blew my mind when certain TV shows wouldn't go on streaming or on demand or things like that because expecting everyone to be able to bend their will to your schedule is kind of selfish. Yeah. And I've heard radio, I mean, radio's changed, but you know, there's radio people out there that are still like, well, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to put my stuff in a podcast because if they don't listen to me live, they shouldn't listen to me ever. to their defense, all of this world of media, a lot of the digital content is not sold yet. So- like, we haven't been paid for this podcast. We were No, but that's also... We were never paid for ever. We would put our show on demand. Yeah. For but, years, and we were never paid a penny for it. But that's not because people aren't watching it there. No, of course that's not. Because that the, that's because the infrastructure wasn't prepared to capitalize on the effort that was put forth. And I agree, but there's a lot of issues with that and figuring it out for some reason yeah. in the media Well, world. I think it's also you have in any media outlet... Generally speaking, the people who run it are Old, older and men. No, I won't even say I'm not even going to talk about race or gender. No, they're just no, older. It's just a fact. They're older and a lot of them are complacent where they are and they know what they know mm-hmm. and they make enough money where they don't need to be interested in knowing anything else. Oh, I talked to a friend recently, our friend Michael K. Mason, who used to do radio here in Seattle. Mm-hmm. He did it in Colorado and I think he's done with radio entirely. Oh, wow. And he posted something that was really interesting the other day. He said he was as excited now to learn what I think he's doing video stuff now. Cool. But he has regained that energy that he had when he first got into radio. And I think it goes back to once you get to a certain level in a career, you stop caring about learning new things because yeah. you think you know everything. And it goes back to the whole conversation that it started of some media outlets not wanting to put their content everywhere because they don't know how to create revenue. Instead of learning how to do that, they just say, we're not going to do it. Well, a lot of anyone's career is about taking risks, taking risks, Mm -hmm. but then it gets to a point in your career where you're too scared to take a risk. And I never want to be there. And I think now if I get there, then it means I need to switch gears, jobs, positions, whatever it may be. And you know, I never really thought about this until this conversation, Mm -hmm. but 
and I, I'm not necessarily very complimentary of anything that I've done or that we've done Stop. normally. But I will say this, Carla Marie. I would say, and we're not, listen, we're not 50, 60 years old, like with as years and years this. of experience. But as we grew in our careers, gained whatever, notoriety, stature, all those things, and, and developed, I don't think either of us ever got scared to do new no, things. never. And I just realized that now. I think that's pretty cool that we were always, never. and maybe it was, maybe it was the fact that there are two of us doing this together. Mm-hmm. So if you were a little tentative, I could push you to to try something new. If right. I was tentative, I you could, could say, push me. All right, that's a good idea, but yeah. try this. And I and it, that is definitely true, but even prior, I don't think either of us were scared to do new things. I, I just had that realization now. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So take that and run with it and we'll keep doing new things. Where am I running? I don't know, but like you get I'm to be always, I'm no, always doing new things. I made us play Pictionary on Twitch today. That's not new. Pictionary's been around since people could draw. Yeah, but we were able to draw on the screen. No, I don't mean new like Pictionary on Twitch. <laughs> I mean new like innovative, different. Yeah. You have you have so many talents when it comes and skills like when it comes to video stuff and you haven't created a damn thing because you've been I, sitting on your ass. I have. I haven't really the video world is weird. Um mainly because it's become so saturated not it's saturated but it's also like you can't there's so many different formats to one video Mm -hmm. right i've got to get it ready for instagram tv instagram stories instagram facebook tv reels tiktok or facebook video whatever youtube twitch like there's just there's all these different places to put a video i know but and I'll I'll, and I'm only that. one man. I, I'm so talented, Carla Marie, and I get that. I'm unbelievably gifted I have in produced so more. many ways. No, you but, need to start producing more content. But I can content. only do so many things. No, you're going to start producing more content. You are a handsome young man who would do lovely on the TikTok. The moms of mom TikTok would go nuts over you. I've thought about a TikTok series that I want to do. Oh, God. But I need to re- I need to like do some research and record a couple of them. Stuff? No, 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 it's not you history stuff. You should do history stuff. You mm. should do shirtless. I'm not that smart. No, you should do shirtless history and give like one fact. I'm telling no. you, bitches will learn shit. Okay. Call Maybe. It that bitches learning shit. No, I, I 100% won't do that. <laughs> but um maybe after we do the you look great challenge if I'm feeling good, <laughs> I'll do shirtless something, but I probably won't. Which, by the way, the You Look Great Challenge, if you've never heard of it before, it will kick off, again, if you're listening live or not live, but as soon as we release this, Monday is when it kicks off. You can sign up right now. Go to the link below. Mm -hmm. Um, If you search, if you have the Diet Bet, which is the platform that we use for it, just search Carla Marie Anthony and it should come up. If you have any problems, you you can reach out. Um, I'm at Worst Anthony on Instagram. At the Carla Marie. And... Just let us know. So it's a it's a challenge. It's a fitness and you know diet challenge where you're supposed to lose four percent of your body weight mm-hmm. by the end of four weeks. Um, oh, by the way, COVID free. Just got the test results. Well, mine are upstairs. Do you? Well, here's the thing. If I don't, and I know this is not necessarily scientific. Scientific. It's not scientific at all. But I think Carla Marie, mm-hmm. based on our travel. In our living situation at the moment and the fact that we sit next to each other every day doing a podcast or a show, if I don't have it at this point, mm-hmm. I don't think you do either. I, just, mm-hmm. I think it's pretty safe to say if I don't have the Rona, then you most likely don't have the Rona either. But not 100%. Not 100%. 
Cause but you're also not going anywhere, so it doesn't really matter. It's true. Like, if I got the Rona, as long as I don't die, I'll just sit on my couch. Yeah. But, but like, thing, if you get the Rona and I get the Rona, or and I don't somehow. You're locked. One of us is locked in a room. I think you. I think the person with the Rona has, has to be the to person locked, locked in the room, yeah, right? of course. But the other just person has sure. to wait on them hand and foot. Feed them everything. Although I think maybe, and by the way, if you've missed it, I live in Carla Maria's home now. <laughs> ever since I got booted, or we both got booted Not from the radio. Since. Uh, decided to minimize, yeah. consolidate, do all of those things. So I'm living in Carlinburg's home. I will say this, a little caveat to the Rona patient being stuck in one room. I think the Rona patient should also have access to the roof. The roof or downstairs outside. No, no, no. Just the roof. That way you don't have to go down the stairs at all. And the other person, because the other person can leave but freely. But it's going to suck because the cats can't come near the sick person. Yeah, so. No. Well, no, the cats can. No, they'll get it. But do cats die from the Rona or do they just carry the Rona? They sneeze. Okay, I think a ca- lot. they're allowed to sneeze. They, but their sneezes are so cute. <laughs> so if you, if this is the pact. Spit in our hands and shake. It, <laughs> no. no, I'm not going to spit. We can't spit when we're talking about the Rona. If one of us gets the Rona mm-hmm. and the other one doesn't, obviously if both of us get it, then it doesn't matter. Just walk around the house all you want. If one of us gets the Rona and the other one doesn't, the person with the Rona stays in their bedroom, mm-hmm. gets access only to their bedroom. Are you sure you want to be locked into your bedroom? You yeah, have... I've got LED lights in there now. It's so cool. Isn't L? Oh, no, what does the L stand for? Lithium? I don't know. No, light emitting diode. Is... So you have light emitting diode lights? Diode. You have light emitting diode LEDs. Lights. Oh, you yeah. LEDs. Loser. <laughs> is that, I think that's what it is. Can you correct me? I'm sure you'd love to if I was wrong. Right? Is it light emitting? Light emitting diode. All right. There we go. I don't know why I said lithium first. Oh. Probably because lithium batteries make sense. What else is on your list, Carla Marie? What else is on my list, Anthony? That's funny that you asked because coming up on my list, <laughs> we talked about this, I think, last week. But just a quick little reminder. Our friend Katie is on oh, this yeah. season of The Bachelor. And you may know her now as the cute little nickname... Vibrator girl? Vibrator girl. Or, or I think the girls on the show were calling her dildo girl. Yeah, but I saw Katie tweeted on Tuesday morning and it said, I went to sleep as Katie and woke up as vibrator girl. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot of people have a lot of varying opinions on vibrator girl. Katie is an amazing, kind human who is hilarious and beautiful and all the things. And you can have whatever opinions you want about her. Yeah, of course. But we know the truth. Let me ask you a question, Carla Marie. Mm-hmm. If Katie on the show mm-hmm. does something mm. that you actually believe is messed up, if you hear her say something, Ooh. would you come onto this podcast or onto our show and say, yeah, Katie was kind of a B last night. Mm-hmm. Would you judge her the same okay. way you would judge all the other girls on the show? Because that's and for the record, if people are like, why are you judging the girls on the show to begin with? That's why you watch The Bachelor. I know. I hate to break it to you. Right. You only watch The Bachelor because you don't give a fuck if they fall in love or not. You're right. watching to judge people in their relationships. Yeah, like there were other girls on the show that was like, why are you like this? But yes. like they have friends too who know the real them. Yeah. And some of Do them. Do you think the Tiara girl, Tiara girl has friends? friends? But she wasn't like mean. It was the other girl that was mean to Katie. But. Well, because Katie also bopped her on the shoulder with a vibrator. Well, so that's okay. But. I know that there are girls in the show that are actually terrible humans to one another. I do know that. How do you know that? Because I know that from friends who have been on the show. Oh, okay. And whatnot. So I know that that, there are people who are bad, but I also know that 
what TV edits can do to someone. That, and we've learned that from our friend Molly Besnick, who used to be on The Bachelor like 11 seasons ago, 10, season, 10 years ago, whatever. Uh, she used to work with us at 106.1 Kiss FM when that was a radio station. It no longer is. And she would say all the time, yeah, you still are responsible for the things you say because they can't put words into your mouth, but they can cut certain things you say to make you look worse than it would have looked. Mm -hmm. They take a lot of the reason or the, the build up to why you said something out of it. Yeah. So you only see that, you know, that flash moment yeah. of anger or cattiness mm -hmm. or whatever, but you still said those things. Yeah. It's like when you watch the promo for like, they keep showing you, Oh my God, that's going to happen this year. Yeah. That happens. And then it actually happens and you see it and it's full form and you're like, Oh yeah, wait, I've been building this thing up in my head, but they got you, but it's like, it's not that bad. They do a so, great job anyway, teasing. If, if Katie does something outrageous, I will talk to Katie to find out what happened. And I will come on this podcast and I say, that is outrageous, but I don't know what it's like to be in that position. So I don't understand. <laughs> See, you're better than me. Cause I'm just going to say whatever she does. I'm just, I'll co-sign it all. She'd have to do something terrible for me to be like, that was messed up. Okay. We'll see. But we'll, we will see. Although I will say I, I will I'm a man of my word, and if you remember when we first moved to Seattle, you, Carla Marie, were very excited that there was a girl from Seattle on The Bachelor. Her name was Taylor. Taylor. Taylor Nolan is her full name. We are now friends with her. We've, we've hung out with her, went to Coachella with her, and yep. all this stuff. But at the time, we had no idea who she was, and she was kind of portrayed as the the snotty villain for a little bit. Yeah. And there was a there was drama between her. And? What, was, what the hell was her Corinne. name? Corinne. Corinne. And I said that I was on Team Corinne while we were talking about it on the radio show. And I even said, if we ever get Taylor into the studio, I will tell Taylor to her face that I was Team Corinne. And? And it happened. Did. And I did. And, and how'd she, that go? She was like, you know, a lot of people were. Um, and it was easy to be on Team Corinne because she was the funny, like, laughable one. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to be serious and talk about emotional intelligence. So with that, it was just a lot easier to casually yeah. like Corinne because she was kind of a shit show. So, but I did say it. So I expect you, Carla Marie. Why can't you say it? Because I said I wouldn't say anything negative about, <laughs> about Katie. I'm not going to say anything bad about her. So you can follow her on all the stuff. It's Vent with Katie, K-A-T-I-E. And then I believe on Instagram, it's two E's, K-A-T-I-E-E. -E, yeah. She's great on TikTok. If you're a fan of TikTok, yeah, TikTok, if you're on the app, check her out. She's beautiful. If fun. you're on the Instagram, you should just check us out. Mm. I'm at Worst Anthony. At the Carla Murray. And together we are. Carla Murray and Anthony? We're supposed to say that together. Oh, okay. And Hi. together we are. No, wait. Hold on. How do oh. we do if we were like okay. in a band? Say it like your social media and then we'll do it together. Okay. Oh, don't forget to say together we are at Carla Murray. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. So you can find me on Instagram. I am at Worst Anthony. I'm at the Carla Murray. And together we are at, at Carla, Carla Murray and Anthony <laughs> show. Wait, what are we on Instagram? No, that's not it. <laughs> what? What are we on Instagram? Are you kidding me? Oh. The Carla Marina. No. no. <laughs> Anthony. I just have it on my phone. I don't like know what it's. Yes. If you were literally taken to prison and they were like, the only way you can get out of prison is if gun to the head first thing is if you tell us your Instagram for your show, you would have been shot in the head. I would have been very confused about the whole <laughs> jailing situation in that moment. Also, I don't know if that's the repercussions for not knowing your Instagram being shot in the head. Yeah, you know that you're going to say, where is she in the head you if know, you get her wrong? When I did get arrested, the first time I got arrested, <laughs> I should say, because there were two instances where I was cuffed and put in a, in a car. And one of the times I was put in a cell. The other, I just had to sit in the cop's office as he processed paperwork. What a loser. Yeah. But the first time when I was actually in a cell, I do remember they told me I was going to have my one phone call before they, they put me in the cell. 
And they asked me, they're like, well, you can bail yourself out right now, uh, but you can't do it through a debit card. It either has to be check or cash. I was like, well, I, it was supposed have? to be 200 and I think $210 or but something. Who has $210? Who has a check, first of all? Yeah, first off, the check thing was just stupid. I'm not but carrying you gotta on a check. Cash on you. Yeah. So I didn't. And they said, you could call someone to bring the cash for you. You get one phone call? And I got one phone call. But what if that person doesn't answer? Well, here's the thing. There, there was a couple things that ran through my head. First was I was on the way to work. And this is when I worked for Romeo mm -hmm. on Most Requested Live, which is what the show is now. And I was driving from Jersey City into the Holland Tunnel to go to the Z100 studios. And I only had about two hours to get to work because I was going early to get work right, done. And I thought to myself, well, if I call my mom or my dad, it's going to take them a while to like get to Jersey City and in Saturday traffic because Saturday could be a weird day. I was like, who else? My friends are all out probably. They're probably not going to answer their phones if I don't figure out a way to get to them. So I told the officer, I said, hey, can I look at my phone to, to read the number? He said, yeah, you just can't call from your phone. You have to call from our phone. Which I don't understand. Which maybe it's just a way so they can make sure the line is secure or something. I have no idea. That doesn't make any sense. And also, I'm telling you right now, if anyone in my life, including you, goes to jail, you're going to sit there. Yeah. Because I'm not picking up an unknown number. Yeah, I, I don't do that either. But what I did was I grabbed my phone and I, I was pretending to scroll and I texted our friend Colleen and I said, hey, calling you from a different number now. And I called her. Oh, I would have been shaking too much to be able to type. And also, I called her. This is I Jersey said, hey, City I'm Police? In, I'm in jail. Can you bail me out? And she brought the 200 something dollars. I wouldn't me. believe you. Did she believe you? Yeah. Why? Why would she not believe me? Because I would like think we work in radio. I would think it was like a stick. And then what would you have done? Said, bye. And like, then, I would leave you there. Now I wouldn't because like, no, but I, think, I know your track record. I think texting her from my phone. I think I even said I'm calling you from jail. Pick I up I, or something I, like that. I and then I called from a different number. It was a Jersey City number. I don't know. So yeah, she showed up like I'm going to have to interview Colleen later. about this moment in her life to get the full. It probably wasn't that memorable. No, it probably was. Also, there was something I was going to say about jail. Oh, do the police know that you illegally texted from prison? Because I think they need to take you back. They don't. I'm going to tell them. You Go ahead. If you can get in touch with them, actually, and get my mug shot. I've, we have done all we, I've things. tried it. And I had my friend who's a New York City police officer look it up to see if I had any like outstanding warrants or anything in New York. And he didn't see anything. He said I should be able to just go to no, wherever. No, didn't I... he say there was a warrant somewhere? No. Someone recently told us you had a warrant somewhere. I mean, there's a, there's a good chance. Did you? <laughs> did you pay your parking tickets from Teddy Roosevelt? Nope. Let me take that back. Did you pay your speeding tickets mm -hmm. from Teddy Roosevelt National Park in Missouri? We will talk about that on Monday on our show, Carla Marie. I'm going to report you to the country. You don't have to. I got a letter already. It's not great. Do we have to go to prison? I might, I might have to take a trip um, to get this taken care of. So we'll talk about it on Monday. Make sure you're checking out I our show. I hope it's in a national park. I hope the, the park rangers are ready to take you in. Twitch.tv slash Carla Marie Anthony. You can follow the link that's in the description below to follow our page. Twitch is a live streaming, uh, a live video streaming mm. platform. We'll be on it Saturday just for fun hanging out. Monday will be our regular show. And uh, if you want to hear about, because I actually have this planned. I, I got the letter this week and I was planning on talking about it on Monday. I actually wanted to talk about it Thursday. But obviously, with everything that happened in the, the Capitol, oh, I decided not no, to get, I, I, go down the legal me, route. You're telling me before Monday. I'm not telling you before I'm Monday. I'm going to go through your paperwork. I already 
took care of it. No. Well, not took care of it. I, I hit it. Although it's in your house, so it's not that far, <laughs> I guess. If you really want to rummage through everything, you okay, can. Okay, come join us on Twitch first, Saturday night, January 9th, 6 p.m. Pacific time for our virtual garage sale where we're basically just selling things. Well, we're doing three things. We're going to be selling things that we have around here. And all of that money, by the way, it's going to go to like us building out what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we spend a lot of our own money to- I'm getting my iPad. To get equipment, things like that. And the iPad is part of the equipment that we're, we're going to be talking about. But- you know, we're trying to just make sure that we can self-sustain as long as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. So if you're wondering why we're doing that, it's to get rid of some stuff that we don't need to create some room since I now live with Carla Marie mm-hmm. and that. Uh, we're also going to be drinking. So if you want to bring a drink, you're more than welcome to I hang out. I'm going to make a charcuterie board, which benefits no one but us. Okay. I think we have champagne left over. Okay. And? And? We're going to be playing play a bunch games. of games too. Yeah. And a bunch of board games. If you have things that you're selling on the interweb, feel free to come in, drop them in the chat, the link. and Yes, but those links have to be like eBay or OfferUp or something like that. Don't, don't be like, yo, send me 50 bucks for my PlayStation. Yeah, we're not doing that. Don't be a weirdo. No. You know what is pretty cool though? And we're going we're gonna to go in a second. I would say that out of all the radio families that I've seen, um, we have probably the least amount of weirdos. Yeah. I don't think we have anyone that's like, I don't trust. No, when you weird around when people, weird out, when you weed out, like, I think because what we've done with Twitch, just because like we've weeded out the common passerby or kind of person. Oh, the, the person who doesn't really care about what we're doing, yeah, but it just like, happens to be there. If you have to go out of your, I, I say this loosely, like same way let's do a podcast mm-hmm. out of your way to come watch us on Twitch. Like. You're probably not a shitty person. Yeah, but people can happen to happen into your Twitch stream just because you're on well, the Discover yeah, page. Yeah, we've seen that. But it is what it is. We are going to have a good time uh, on Saturday. We're going to talk about me possibly being arrested again Saturday on Monday. On Monday. And we appreciate you hanging out with us. I know this week was one of the craziest weeks in U.S. history. Uh, I hope that you were able wow. to at least pay attention to as much of it as you could. Mm-hmm. To understand the gravity of everything that happened this week, to understand the history that we're living through, to understand that these are things we need to be cognizant of so they don't repeat themselves. Um, because we know, I don't think who, whoever you are, I don't think any sane person wants to see what happened in the Capitol building on Wednesday. I don't care who you voted for. I don't think you, that's something you are proud of watching as an American. I think it's a, it's a certain type of crazy that would be proud of that. Yeah. So... Hopefully, we're able to, to check that out and understand the history that we're going through. But thank you for hanging out with us. We are going to get out of here. Um, Carla Marie, anything? No, I'm good. Goodbye. Of course, rate and review this podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, subscribe anywhere else. Thanks, thank you. babes.